0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it.
1: Hey, welcome back to God's Plan, Your Part. Uh, Today, we are looking at Psalms. Uh, We're going to look at Psalms 7, 27, 31, 34, and 52. Maybe, Maybe I should have said that slower so you can write them down or something. Uh, Basically, the idea here, as we progress through the story of David primarily, is that we are going to be reading the Psalms that are attributed to the times that we're reading about in 1 Samuel. Um, So we've already jumped into this a little bit, uh, but we're reading Psalms today and we're reading Psalms tomorrow. Uh, So it's a lot of journal entry kind of stuff. Uh, full disclosure, I am not someone who gets super excited about reading the Psalms. I, I know there are people who love Psalms. I know there's people that read them all the time. Uh, I am way more into story than I am into Psalm. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about that, Jenny? Do you have a opinion? You
0: don't like appreciate the, uh the song nature the poetic
1: poetic <laughs> well, I, I didn't nature. mean what do you think about what i said oh. <laughs> I mean what how do you feel about psalms Well
0: <laughs> i was getting there if you would have let me have my moment you don't appreciate those parts but i actually i actually kind of like how we get to see a per, like a mm. soul perspective of david through the songs and psalms whatever that he wrote, and I kind of appreciated like this progression of thought as we go through each of these chapters, because it starts out with him like really just like begging God to release him from his enemies, and then we move into like so the first two chapters were like deliver me from my enemies, then the next two chapters, uh, 31. And 34 were like, okay, I'm committing to you, like my life, take me and like harbor me from all of these evil things, and I trust that you'll do it. And then 34 and 52 were more along the lines of like, God is going, like, taste and see that God is good in what he does for those who trust him. And then those who don't, like, he's going to punish them. So like, there's like this huge progression of like, I'm terrified, but also take me into your hands. And also I know that like, right will be set, like right will be right, right. Wrong will be wrong. Like it'll all like shake out eventually because God is a just God.
1: That was, that was actually one of the things that stuck out to me, um, in my own side hobby reading this morning, I was reading a book about, um, how the nature of the gospel has changed. Um, particularly in American culture, where we're like afraid to talk about uh, judgment. We're afraid to talk about anything that Don't seems too me. negative. Yeah. Um, the, the the guy, the, the author was calling it the uh, the pep talk preacher, uh, where you're just trying to like make sure everybody leaves the church happy. And it, it, I've been thinking about it most of the day, but it's kind of interesting thinking about that most of the day and then reading David's Psalms. Uh, David's idea of God is not pep talk preacher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he definitely has hope and strength and peace in God. He calls God his rock and his refuge many times. Um, but he also has a very clear idea that God is ultimately a judge and those who are righteous will be judged and spend eternity with God. And those who are unrighteous will be judged and spend eternity in Sheol, uh, which is the Hebrew understanding of hell. Which
0: is um, so silly. Like, why would we like pretend that that's not a thing? Like, that just seems terrible to... It's,
1: it does it it seems like you're
0: you're very like what's the word I want? like your very fleeting feelings are more important than your ultimate eternal destination. like
1: that's yeah. so silly i I think it is unfortunately because like attendance drives a lot of our church decisions today, but... um whether you're in a whether you're in a small church or a big church. Um, that is something to be cautious about. I've worked in small churches and big churches, and both of them were very concerned about attendance. Um, and it's, it's easier to have a lot of attendance when you have happy people. I mean, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to preach imprecatory Psalms. That's like smash out your teeth and kill your enemies. Um, (laughs) they make for pretty awkward sermons. Uh, but it is kind of neat knowing that these are David's personal thoughts, as he's going through difficult times, we know that he's fleeing from Saul at this time. Um, it's very clear that David has a clear understanding as God is judge and there is righteous and there is unrighteous and there are some unhappy parts uh, to the faith that we believe. So uh, anything else that you pulled out? You want to highlight or anything?
0: I just think it's a definite call for us as well especially chapter chapter 52 um specifically where it says why do you boast of evil um there's so many things in Mm -hmm. our world today that are like boasting in evil and again it's just that that whole idea of like god is going to judge us for the evil in our lives um and i just think there's so much surrounding us it's so easy to slip into it Um, but again, like be that, like the tree, the olive, the green olive tree, um, that is trusting in the steadfast love of God forever and ever, um, just to avoid even that slightest bit of, of evil. Obviously we are not perfect people and like, we're going to mess up, but we shouldn't live our lives in view of, well, I'm just going to mess up anyway, like live a life that is Seeking and desiring. Strive for righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I, it's interesting in context. Like if David wrote this while he was fleeing from Saul, yesterday we read the story where Saul slaughtered like, I think it was like 80 priests at Nob. Mm. Um, you think about somebody boasting in their unrighteousness. Like I, I do wonder if David had Saul and his actions in mind. Um, because he seems to go out of his way to do wicked things, and then use those wicked things to say that he is powerful and mighty. Um, and so, you know, David is writing in his journal saying, "This is not. This is not the way. I take refuge and strength in God, and God fights for me." You this thought that was way. a you thought that was yeah, a Mandalorian yeah. Yeah, reference. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Just for extra credit, uh, we did read Psalm 31 and Psalm 31 verse 9 says, into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. Um, I believe those are like the last words of Jesus. Uh, Many times when when I have read the the New Testament and the story of Jesus dying on the cross, I did not realize that Jesus is primarily quoting Psalms um, as he is dying on the cross. Almost everything that he says on the cross is from the Psalms. And so here he's quoting Psalm 31, um, basically saying, I'm committed to your will, God, like do what you are going to do. Um, That is very interesting. And that actually shows us that Jesus cared about the Psalms (laughs) because he, I mean, the Holy Spirit inspired David to write this. Jesus is God. He is quoting this, like these Psalms seem important and Jesus is quoting them in his last hours before his death. I know he is resurrected. We just came through Easter, so his death was not the end, but um, he is quoting that. So I think as we read Psalms over the next couple of days, just to set you guys up, um, I think Psalms are really great uh, passages to make sure you read or listen to. Don't skip them, um, because really, I think our commentary over the next couple of days is going to be primarily just the text itself, like listen to it, read it, whatever, and reflect on how it affects your life personally. I think that's a really great way to deal with the psalm. So that's our thoughts for the day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Bye thanks so much for listening to our take today before we get into the reading if we could just ask you one thing Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review we'd love to hear from you and every rating we get helps us reach more people ultimately we're just trying to reach people with the truth of god's word and your review will help us do that so thanks so much for being invested in the podcast here's the reading for today psalm 7 O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me. Lest like a lion they tear my soul apart, rending it in pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust." O oh, rise, O oh Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awake for me. You have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples be gathered about you. Over it, return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O oh Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. O oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end, and may you establish the righteous who test the minds and hearts, O oh righteous God. My shield is with God who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a judge who feels indignation every day. If man does not repent, God will wet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out, and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord the Most High.
0: Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries or false witnesses that rise up against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord.
1: Psalm 31. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul, and you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted with grief, my soul and my body also. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous, in pride and in contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, and worked for those who take refuge in you, in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence you hide them from the plots of men, you store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me, when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you His saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord.
0: Psalm 34 I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears towards their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are their afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of all. He keeps all of his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned.
1: Psalm 52 Why do you boast of evil, O mighty man? The steadfast love of God endures all the day. Your tongue plots destruction like a sharp razor, you worker of deceit. You love evil more than good, and lying more than speaking what is right. You love all the words that devour, O deceitful tongue. But God will break you down forever. He will snatch and tear you from your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous shall see and fear and shall laugh at him, saying, See the man who would not make God his refuge, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and sought refuge in his own destruction. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast love of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever, because you have done it. I will wait for your name, for it is good in the presence of the godly. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, Or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.